can just jump right on into how my kid's in the process of killing a baby bird. <laughs> oh, God, Pete is going to come after us. That would be actually awesome. Welcome to Maldi Broadcast. Bird killers. Bird killers. <laughs> because celebrities wasn't enough. say our names or does everybody know us uh, they know i'm jenny i'm lauren <laughs> i'm peter <laughs> right. i don't think we said our names last time so maybe somebody out there that's is true. confused as shit right that's now that's true and we should be getting a lot of new listeners since tidewater comic-con too mm-hmm. so maybe they don't know us well enough yet so yeah that's yeah. true that is true so uh my kid and his friend they quote unquote rescued a baby bird um they saw this little tiny baby bird who was trying to fly and wasn't flying. And they said that all these other birds were like chirping at it and surrounding it. And they were afraid oh, that it God, was like, like bullies. They Bully were birds. afraid. Exactly. They were Angry afraid birds. for this. They were afraid for this baby bird's <laughs> life. And they scooped him up and they carried it home. And I get home to my house. We had all been, I had actually been walking downtown with. Um, the other kids' parents and my son earlier, and then the boys broke off, and we were all going back home at different times. So I get to the house, and the boys are outside with this big, giant box, and I'm like, what is in the box? What's in what? the box? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, did you guys rescue a kitten or something? What's going on? And Christian's like, well, kind of close. And I look in, and there's this little bird. And I'm like, you guys, this bird is going to die. And they're like, no, we saved it. So there is right now a bird in a box in my house. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Are you planning on keeping the bird? No, I told him that he has to make sure the bird flies and then leave it outside. And I said it could stay in the house just for tonight with the lid on on the box. But that it had to go tomorrow because right because you don't want it like flying around and shitting on everything. I know. Everything. I'm like, what if the bird like flies out of the box? No, you know. Yeah. Have you- what happens if he doesn't fly though? Well, he's he's kind of flying. Like it, the thing is, the bird will climb right into your hand. <laughs> Just like I feel like we've already desensitized it to yeah. humans, and it no longer has the natural fear that it needs to survive. Right. Um, oh my god. So I'm pretty sure the poor bird is doomed. Like we might as well just mercy kill it. Is there a nest <laughs> nearby? Mm, they carried it like half a mile. Oh. Back to my house. I mean, it's not going to be able to go back to its mother at this point anyway. Yeah. No. Like, that fucking bitch is going to disown the bird at this point because <laughs> it's just going to smell like people. And I mean, I cooked pierogies tonight. That thing's going to be stinking like bird potatoes pierogies. and olive oil and shit. Like no. <laughs> It fucking smells like an Italian. Get out of here, bird. <laughs> Pierogies are Eastern European. <laughs> it's all the same shit. It's going to be like the, the pigeons on uh, Animaniacs. <laughs> Slapping each other with purses. Yeah, so... Um, it, Good so like I said, the bird will just climb up in your hand. And my son was trying to make it fly. Like he was, He had the bird on his finger and was like just like running his hand up and down. Uh-huh. <laughs> And the bird Wait, would, like, flap its little wings. That makes and then, it sound like he was jerking the bird off. Yeah, he was jerking the bird off and then, like, tossing it in the air like a cum shot, you know? Like Spider-Man web. And the bird would fly. Like, he, like, kind of threw the bird and it flew. But then it flew, like, right into the street and would just sit there. 
Oh, God. <laughs> so Christian's like, I gotta go get it again. It's gonna get hit by a car. Like, fly, know. Forrest, fly. <laughs> that bird is crying for help. It's it's suicidal. Yeah, so maybe the bird has a death wish. I don't know. They named it Xerxes. Um, and I was thinking, Random. here I am thinking it's like a, um, a reference to the Macedonian king. And he's like, no, it was not an episode of Family Guy. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> you couldn't be more creative than an episode of Family Guy, really? I was, I went from <laughs> being impressed and kind of confused to disappointed like yeah. that. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So hopefully it doesn't die. Hopefully it flies tomorrow. But yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Because <laughs> otherwise you're going to have like a new pet. No, you realize this. I can't keep a wild bird in my house. This could very well happen. <sighs> that could be a sitcom. <laughs> like, I, see, if it were me, I would have named the bird Jack Sparrow. I like that. Yeah, yeah. See, we think it's yeah, a that's sparrow. the part where all the the audience like claps. Yay! It's either Johnny Depp, it's... wife beater. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Woo! And that's what we call a segue. <laughs> Can somebody TLDR that fucking Johnny Depp story for me? Uh... His ex-wife's accusing him of spousal abuse. Well, there, like she filed for divorce, and then she also filed for uh, what should I call it? The alimony. No, not alimony. The a restraining order. Restraining order because. Oh, okay. Okay. She claimed to have photos of her with the bruised face, and apparently they had some kind of argument, and Johnny Depp threw his iPhone at her face, and it bruised her face. So you've got half of people saying, "Oh." You know, she's just looking for money from Johnny Depp. You know, she's just some no-name, and she made all this up. And then you got the other half saying, well, what if Johnny Depp did beat the shit out of his wife, and we shouldn't be, like, you know... Right. Be like, ah, she's a liar. Like, I mean, that seems like what the internet does is, like, immediately just jump to this woman's a liar. This right. celebrity that I love, that I've seen in movies, but I have no idea who they actually are or what they're like. Because th That's kind of how it was with Bill Cosby at first. Cause but, but more importantly, Mickey Rourke is going to bat for Johnny Depp. Okay? Oh my God, Mickey Rourke has said presses. that Johnny Depp is completely non-violent, so I'm pretty sure we have to listen to everything Mickey Rourke says. <laughs> Obviously. It's kind of the same thing as when the Bill Cosby stuff came out, there was a lot of people that were like, oh, there's no way he could do that. He was such a good right. dad on TV. It's like, well, that's right. who he was on TV. Like, he, Yeah. It turns out he's a fucking serial rapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's, while that's not actually proven at this point, because there's no way that they can actually prove it, I think, you know, at this, this stage, um, there's been so many people. Uh, did he actually admit it to, to some of the, the accusations? He, he admitted to uh, drugging some of the women. But he was just like, but he chalked it up as like, oh, that's what we did back in the seventies, you know? Like I put qu yeah. quaaludes in their drinks. It's like, yeah, but they that... knew if I gave him a drink, it would be drugged. That's kind of how he but, acted, right? Like, that doesn't make it okay, like... right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, there was one recently that I I had trouble with personally. That um, it was uh, Toby Turner, who's Tabuscus. He does like a whole bunch of Minecraft videos, and you know, like basically you just sit there and watch him play video games. He's but he's also fucking on Annoying Orange. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's the guy behind Annoying Orange. He's the See, whole I've never creator watched that, that because that show is way too fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, but I I thought he was fucking hilarious, you know. And then some girl that was his ex girlfriend came out and accused him of um, drugging her and. 
I don't know if he, she accused of, you know, raping or just being abusive or whatever. Um, but there's this whole thing. And, you know, of course, everybody's divided about, like, you know, is he actually like right. this or not? Even, like, ex-girlfriends of his were coming out and saying, like, that doesn't you know sound what? He's, like a, him. he's a yeah. horrible boyfriend. He cheated on me. He's a fucking douchebag. But I don't think that he actually did any of this stuff. Right, right. You know, which I, it's really tough because it's like, I find him entertaining and I want to keep watching his videos. But at the same time, I'm like, did he rape somebody? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those it's things hard. where it, it gets really hard to separate the art from the artist. Like, yeah, I'm a huge Woody Allen fan. I love his films. But, oh, yeah. oh. but I acknowledge that him marrying his stepdaughter is pretty creepy. And I acknowledge that there have been claims that he molested Mia Farrow's daughter, mm-hmm. which could or cannot be true. So, well, I, Which was his daughter, too, from what I understand. I no, it, it, it was, uh, I don't think, I don't think it was his daughter. I think it was. Was she the adopted well, daughter? Yeah. Well, Sun Yi was the, Sun, was Mia Farrow's adopted daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think. I thought the, I thought that the daughter that he molested was their child together. No, they didn't have any children together. Oh, okay. Okay. So there's this part of me where it's like, I still enjoy his movies and I will still go and watch a new Woody Allen movie when he when he makes one but when he comes up in conversation i just have to like sit back and be like yeah he is kind of skeevy like i don't know brilliant writer brilliant director but as a person eh, I, i don't yeah and it's one of those things i think sometimes it's tough when it happens while that person is still making new movies and stuff like you know if you watch annie hall and then you find out that he's molested his adopted daughter or whatever. It's like, well, you've already seen the movie. Like, do you already enjoy that movie? Are you going to watch it again? You know, well, but it, then it, if he comes he, out with a new movie, it's like, I'm not going to go to the theater and give him money for that. You know, he does. A, he does a new movie every year. And because I have of no idea. He was still making be, movies. Because of that, he's he's pretty hit or miss. Like some are great. Some are not so great. But. Right. His last really great one was Midnight in Paris, and that was only like two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. But each time he comes out with a new movie, they bring up all the allegations, and it's like you're reminded that he is this—he could also be this awful person. But right. then you're watching this movie, you're like, "Oh, but the movie's so good!" <laughs> like, right. I don't like watching the Cosby Show anymore. I just feel weird. I didn't watch it to begin with. You feel sleepy? <laughs> you didn't watch the Cosby Show? No, really. What? I That's un-American. Jesus Christ. That really is un-American. Like what were what were you watching when I, you were a kid? The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was my African-American family sitcom. Yeah, but that was later. They were a little <laughs> later than the Cosbys. I can only but have so... one black family in my life, right? <laughs> At a time. <laughs> and it's the Bankses. <laughs> and they tried to switch out Aunt Viv and think that we wouldn't notice. <laughs> God damn it. Fucking bastards. I want Congress looking into this shit. <laughs> Trump, Sanders, Clinton, they're all silent on this. I mean... <laughs> oh. Hashtag not my yeah. Aunt Viv. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Jesus. I was going to say, let's take a break, but we haven't even been talking for that long. It feels like we've been talking forever. Oh, God, this show does drag on sometimes. <laughs> I'll tell you fucking what. <laughs> no, I actually, I totally different subject. Totally different subject. I wanted to talk about that fucking air drum workout I keep seeing people share on Twitter or on Facebook or whatever. Like, oh, look, this is a fun thing I can finally do. Like, this is some lazy bastard and I can what, <laughs> Why play would music. you pay to do that? Like, I do that just normally on my own, like, when I'm bored. Right. Like... You can 
like play Wii or something like that and get the same kind of fucking workout from that sort well, of now, thing. You the could... air drum is a little bit more intense. Let's look at it, okay? It's just an aerobics class with a couple of sticks in it. But why don't you like actually play a drum? You should actually play a drum. But if your ass is too lazy to get up and play a drum... See, this is the thing, is that people are tricked into these workout things, okay? Mm-hmm. Somebody's thinking, I mean, oh, I do need to be I tricked drum into lessons. Um, you know, people are thinking if they go take drum lessons, they're just going to be sitting there playing drums. That's true. It's not really going to be a workout. You're just going to be moving your hands a bit. If you look at the workout routines they do with those drumsticks, mm-hmm. they're drumming in the air. They're drumming at their feet. They're drumming side to side. They're moving all over. It's an aerobics class, but you're holding drumsticks the whole time. So if you're not going to go to an aerobics class that you would pay half the price to attend as a yeah. special, super brand new fad, like drumming workout then you're not gonna go keep up with going to the drumming class either like it's just kind of a right and i think the thing also that i could see as a benefit of doing the um the air drum versus just learning to play a drum like when you go to learn to play a drum like they're probably gonna start you off like really slow and like you just do like some basic beats and shit and you're gonna probably get bored pretty quickly but if you do the air drum they're probably gonna make you like fucking full-on john bonham like right from well if you do that if you do the air drum they're not gonna care what beat you're keeping they're just gonna care how much you're moving to right. work out but if you're not fucking up so the it's entire two band. completely different outcomes if you're learning how to play on. the drums you're actually learning how to play a musical instrument you're learning something right. creative whereas the air drums you're just kind of flailing around and I don't know. Right. I mean, you you, you could just, be creative with rock it. But... Band. <laughs> I mean, because I've heard that like when you play drums on rock band, it's pretty much close to playing actual drums. Yeah. You know, it, it's much different than playing but playing actual rock band drums guitar. is kind of working out if you're like really, really into it. Yeah. But um, it's not a full body workout. It, no, it, you know? it it is if you're doing uh, a lot of bass drum work. Because um, you're using your legs, you're using your arms. But you have to be completely trained to do that. You have to have, been, you know, you have to have been playing drums a long time to be That's at that true, point yeah. where when you're playing actual drums, it's actually going to be a workout. Like Jenny said, if you go for your very first drum lesson, they're going to be like, tap on the snare, you know, hit just the cymbal, you know, hit, trying or to learn basic rhythm. Let's, yeah. let's play an ACDC song. <laughs> I mean, that was basically how I tried to learn guitar. Like, I tried to start out, like, right from the beginning, like, okay, I've learned some basic chords. Now I want to fucking play, like, the Beatles, and I want to play Led Zeppelin, and I want to play all the shit that I know. You can't do that. Right. I-, I just know from my experience with playing with other musicians that after a few songs, like, you need to give the drummer a little bit of a break because hmm. the drummer's the one getting the big work out there. Whereas the guitar mm-hmm. players are just standing there, you know, doing their thing. Yeah. I don't and know. And having played the drums, like, there's been times where, like, after a couple songs, it's like, okay, guys, give me a minute. I need a drink. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Well, I mean, I, I understand exactly what you're saying, though. It, it's like if you actually took a drum class, you would be doing something creative. You would be learning a musical instrument. You could be meeting new people in the drum class. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, you know, like, what's your motivation and why are you doing this? And I think yeah. that the people who would be signing up for air drum class are just trying to lose weight, you know? And it's True. just a new fad workout class. There's a new one every few years. And the know? thing is, like, maybe they have better music than some of the other aerobics classes that I've been to. Mm. Like, every other aerobics class is, like, you know, just kind of generic dance music. 
if I go in there and fucking pretend like I'm playing some Led Zeppelin songs, it might actually hold my interest and I might actually want to get in shape or something. But, but in reality, not. the answer's no. no. I'm still going to go home and fucking eat uh, cheeseburgers and fucking ice cream sandwiches and God, shit. I'm so. still thinking about fucking Crunchwraps, you guys. <laughs> I'm getting in the car like, and You goes, actually want to like going. hump a Crunchwrap Supreme? I'm not going to say no. <laughs> but I am going to say I'm thinking about Taco Bell. Run from the border. <laughs> I mean, if you hump anything from Taco Bell, does that make you a lesbian? Like anything from Taco Bell, except for the burrito, I think. No. It means you but, love Hispanics. Like, a taco a taco is definitely like, if you if you had sex with that, you're tripping. If Peter had sex with it, it's not. That's hetero food sex. <laughs> but like the crunch wraps aren't... <laughs> aren't you know vaginal i don't know what that is <laughs> about mexican pizzas mexican pizzas are my favorite mm, it's like a question. kendall mound maybe <laughs> i don't even know a how you could have like, sex looks like a kendall mound i think yeah yeah okay so it would be like having sex with a kendall so you're like having i feel sex like with i've been there before <laughs> all right now we do need to take a break okay we don't have <laughs> enough time for me to go to taco bell and get a kendall mound do i sorry We'll be right back. Yeah. I'm going to go pee. Okay. <laughs> what do you do when it all just stops? How do you do when the floor just drops? Can't even account for God's dream. How do you fly when there's no room left for lift? What do you do when you try to breathe quick fix? You left me alone with a broken wing. Without me? No. 
<laughs> no, we just talked about you on the break. <laughs> about what? You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you said that just like Bill and Ted. Say hi to the princesses for me. Princesses. You'll, you'll see. see. <laughs> I think that's one of those like subliminal things where I just say things like that just because I've seen the movie 500,000 times. And then you forget what it's from. Exactly. And then you think you made it up. Yeah. I've done that before. Like, oh my god, I'm so funny. Because I saw this in a movie and I just absorbed it into my subconscious. I still say Socrates instead of Socrates. Socrates? Absolutely. <laughs> Socrates Johnson. <laughs> um, Maxine of Arc. Yeah. Uh, I was fucked. watching it on TV then, right? Like, I realized how attracted I am to the Joan of Arc in that movie. She was pretty cute. Mm-hmm. She was the chick from the Go-Go's. Uh, Jane Wyden? Yeah. Whedon? Yeah. Wyland? Didn't know that. Wiener? I don't <laughs> remember her last name. Uh, and she's doing Jane. like the aerobics course, and I'm like, hell yeah, girl, get it. Like, Do you know that she was the actual writer to Our Lips Are Sealed, and she wanted to sing it, and Belinda Carlisle wouldn't let her sing it, and that was like the beginning of the end for the Go-Go's. Aren't they yeah. on like a uh, one final tour or something right now? Whatever. Is it one of those like final tours like Cher does every fucking five years? Like Kiss does every year? Fuck Kiss. That's a band where I... That's like the ultimate case of I guess I had to have been there because I don't understand I, yeah, the appeal I don't get of that it. band Especially at all. Especially once I uh, started analyzing and like, and I know that a lot of bands like once you analyze their lyrics, it doesn't hold up to scrutiny. But for God's sake, they are the fucking Jimmy Buffett of rock music. <laughs> Like, that is 100%. Like, maybe if I went to a KISS show and saw, like, the whole theatrics, maybe I'd change my mind. But, like, I've seen it on TV, and I'm just kind of like, eh, eh, I don't care. The 70s were a weird time. <laughs> I think that a KISS show would be fun. Like, I'm not saying it wouldn't be a fun time, but I wouldn't, like, go out of my way to go there. Yeah. They basically I, have I'd to be, like, in I'd go if I had, like, a group on for something, or... They do Groupons for Kiss tickets. Let's find they, they, out. They did for Marilyn Manson last summer. <laughs> I was, that was like the moment when I was like, okay, the 90s are fucking dead now. Yeah, yeah. Groupon is offering me tickets to go see the Smashing Pumpkins with Marilyn Manson. <laughs> In between, like, you know, like... Did you tweet Billy Corgan about that? <laughs> I can't. He, he... <laughs> Can we talk about that on the show? Can you tell that story? Like, because I don't think a lot of people know, and it's oh, it's just amazing. Okay. Um, Actually, you know what? I don't know if it would play as well because they can't see the picture. Well, we can we can add it to the the post. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's true. Uh, All right, let's let's do that shit. So a few years ago, I was on Twitter, like when a lot of us were more on Twitter, and before it died. Yeah. It, became corporate and billy corgan was fairly active on there and he would tweet at his fans and stuff and i i like the smashing pumpkins i i love their 90s albums i do not like the stuff that that he's done since then i draw the line at when they originally broke up so one day he's like hey guys you want to hear the track listing for the new album so i tweet i didn't even say anything i just sent a picture of a cat and the cat Above the cat is a caption that says "Do not want," and the cat's <laughs> the cat's got his mouth open like, like he's about to cough up a hairball. Yeah, I, I I just sent him that, and then I refreshed the page, and I didn't see his tweets anymore. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Then I went to then I went to his page, and it says, "You have been blocked by Billy Corgan." And I was like, <laughs> I was like, seriously, over a picture of a fucking cat? Like, he's a very sensitive artist type, dude. Like. Was like the angstiest dude in the 90s like despite all my rage I'm a rat in a cage you can't handle a picture of a fucking cat like 
Well, yeah, cats chase rats. And he <laughs> so thought that you were going to eat him? To this day, I'm still blocked from his Twitter account. And <laughs> occasionally he does live videos that people do on Facebook now. He goes on live videos. Uh-huh. And I go in the comment section. I'm just like, so, we meet again. <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to see if I can. That's awesome. I just want to see if I can get him to block me on every social media platform possible. Oh, God, that would be so amazing. I wonder if he still remembers, like, if you happen to, like, see him. Like, post the picture like of the a... cat again. He's like, oh, that fucker. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking, like, what if you used the Groupon to go see the Smashing Pumpkins and got the VIP package? And we're able to get, like, a meet and greet and, like, shake hands with Billy Corgan and be like, so, Billy, I didn't think this day would come, but I once posted a cat on your t- in response to your Twitter, and I could see him just going, like... Just put that picture on a shirt and wear it to his show. He 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 does do. Uh, they do have VIP packages where he does like like a meet and greet, and he does like an acoustic session with fans and like a Q and A. So like, I thought of going there and just like being like, you know, I got a question, Billy. Um, you remember? Why are you such a bitch? <laughs> why'd you block me from Twitter? Because I've I've seen some of the videos, and he is kind of a dick to fans who like who ask questions that he doesn't want to talk about. Like, mm-hmm. if somebody's like, you know, well, why don't you play with so and so from the original lineup? He's just like, ah, you know, I'm not talking about that. Fuck you. Like, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he might as well just say, yeah, fuck that guy. Because like he won't <laughs> he won't mince words. He won't be polite. So if I'm like, yeah, you blocked me on Twitter because I sent you a picture of a cat, and I'm just sitting there filming this just to see what his response would be. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably just smack the phone out of your hand. <laughs> Oh, but it's actually kind of interesting because you know from that reaction that he must be, like, in charge of his own Twitter account. Like, where some celebrities have, like, a, a handler or something or a publicist doing it for right. them. For him to get that fucking butthurt and block you, <laughs> that's him. I've, ta- I've talked shit to a lot of celebrities on Twitter and, like, I've never gotten blocked. Like, I've gotten... I've gotten replied to a few times. Uh, there was like I like how you send the Burt face to uh, celebrities. Have like Katy Perry. I think was <laughs> one of the ones you send to her all the time. Uh, yeah, I do that to I do the Burt face a lot, especially to Donald Trump. Um, there was <laughs> there was a CNN anchor who claimed that John Stewart was part of like the Jews controlling the media or something. What? So I sent <laughs> him CNN. Uh, yeah, oh, CNN fire. Yeah. So like I read his tweet. I was like. Well, maybe your claim would be more valid if you learned how to fucking spell. He's like, I don't need to impress, you know, people like you or something. And I was like, well, you entertained my response, so. I mean, isn't he a journalist? Isn't that kind of his job to get facts straight? Yeah. Like, how to communicate his idea to the public? That's kind of the fucking point. Well, when your idea is the Jew-controlled media... Because they don't control and blaming his a comedian for it. I mean, a, a comedian who's not part of the media, whose job is to <laughs> criticize the media. <laughs> oh. But sometimes it has great consequences. Like one day or one night, I saw that William Shatner was replying to fans. So I was just like, ah, I'll just send him something. He probably won't read it. He gets like a million tweets. So I just said, you should be a Ghostbuster. And a couple minutes later, my phone goes bing, and it says. <gasps> William Shatner has replied to your tweet. I was like, holy what? shit. Holy shit. And I opened up my Twitter account and he wrote, I am. And he posted a picture of him with the, the proton pack on his back. That's was like, amazing. Holy shit. Not only did William Shatner reply to me, but he looked through his phone to find a picture of him in a Ghostbusters outfit just so he could reply with that. So he thought about me for more than five seconds. Like, yeah. Nice. Captain Kirk. Nice. 
Did you touch yourself after that? No, I I did that after Mila Liar. Jovovich responded to me. Oh, what did she sexy. say to you? Uh, she was just like talking to fans and stuff, and I was like, I've been sitting here wearing a tuxedo and wearing cologne all this time, and Mila Jovovich has never responded to me. And she replies to me, "Oh, is that what I've been smelling?" LOL. And I was like, I made her laugh out loud. I made her laugh out loud. <laughs> I made Lulu Dallas laugh out loud. <laughs> I should probably try harder so I can get cool celebrity responses, but I, I don't. Well, you gotta, you gotta see yeah. who, who are the ones that actually interact with people because some yeah. of them just tweet out shit and don't care. Pendulette like, interacts with people. He does, and he's he's responded to me a few times. So Mark Hamill, do, Mark Hamill does. Uh, on my birthday, I was like, "Hey, you know, I'm a huge fan. Could you, you know, just acknowledge me in some sort of way?" And he liked my tweet. I was like, "Luke Skywalker liked my fucking tweet." <laughs> Didn't uh, Mary get a tweet from Peter Mayhew? Didn't she? She's, like, got, she's got a she, bunch. Yeah, he, yeah. She got. He named a goat he, after her. I was her. gonna say he named a goat Meredith after her, right? <laughs> yeah. She also got one she from. She actually wrote uh, a whole blog about uh, it. What's his name? Uh, Eric Idle. Yeah. 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 So she's got a whole blog about it on uh, Mouthy Broadcast, and I think on her blog on Marysworld dot com or something. I should probably double check that. I'm pretty sure it's Marysworld dot com. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's go with that. <laughs> I'll double check real quick if you want, but Mary's I'm pretty world. sure. Mary's world. <laughs> I I once helped convince Amanda Palmer to post a a nude on Twitter. Yeah, because there was like like it was back when they were rolling out like the new picture uploading thing for Twitter. So she's like, so guys, I have this totally tasteful but still not safe for work picture. Should I do it? And I was just like, pretty shy. I was like, do it. <laughs> like, like, you didn't send her like a Shia LaBeouf gif this was before he had that thing uh, so she liked my tweet and then posted it and I was like yes okay thank you and she posted the nude yeah which wasn't all that nice. exciting because she's always posting nudes anyway but I was gonna say yeah I mean she seems to like not really need a whole lot of encouragement to take her clothes off and put up a picture online so no. what ifs speaking of Shia LaBeouf and Twitter right now he's currently hitchhiking across America and he's encouraging twitter users to pick him up and give him rides so oh my god what if there's a a shia labeouf look-alike who's hitchhiking as well and just <laughs> and wants like to kill murderer. people yeah yeah i'm encouraging our listeners to if you see shia labeouf on the side of the road pick him up and take him somewhere interesting is this for real yes. is this a real thing yes yes Oh my god! Now I have to look at all the hit. Now I have to make eye contact with all the hitchhikers that I would normally just drive by really you, quickly. He probably looks homeless anyway. You'll, you'll so. know, know him when you'll see him. He'll be standing there like you know, like. <sighs> like. But he's gonna have a beard, <laughs> and he's probably gonna be unwashed and smelly. He'll just look yeah. like, just like any homeless guy. But he believed in you when no one else would. <laughs> I will pick him up and take him someplace. Yeah, like, but not. If I doubt he's know. gonna end up over here though. I'd take him like just drop him off in the middle of nowhere and just see like if he can get out of that. It it might be kind of common that I mean Fredericksburg's a pretty big hub, you know, because it's right off ninety five. There, you yeah. could totally come through here. I would I would drop him off in my hometown of Vero and just be like, dude, put up Have with fun. what I had to put up with. I'd take him for a milkshake at Carl's. I'd take him for a firehouse oh, salad. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is impossible. <laughs> Don't let your dreams be dreams. Where would I take Shia LaBeouf if he came to Virginia Beach? Um, I think I'd have to take him to Dumars and get one of the original yeah. ice cream cones over at 
that place. The milkshakes yeah. there are good too. Yeah, I and the burgers good as shit. I don't even like go them around as an looking actor, at mermaids. But I'd still hang out with them if I saw them on the side of the road. <laughs> just just to have the story to tell. Yeah, I was It'd just be like, I loved you and... in holes. <laughs> Dude, you were the best part of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Like seriously, that's not saying a whole lot, but yeah. <laughs> You know what's sad? I can't think of a single movie that I've actually seen him in and give a shit about. Uh, I, I can't think of anything. He was in he was holes. on the next episode of the X Files when he was a kid. Was he? Uh, I'm telling yeah. you, Holes was good. That was good, but <laughs> I didn't know that it was him. Like I, I separate baby Shia LaBeouf from adult Shia LaBeouf. Uh, like I think probably the best thing I like is when he was in that video of actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf and you know they had the weird dancing guy up on stage and everything and then at the end he's in the audience and he just stands up and he's like running for your life Shia LaBeouf yeah <laughs> actual cannibal yeah. Shia LaBeouf <sighs> Shia LaBeouf probably the best thing about him is that fucking do it do it <laughs> did you guys see the animation i posted in our group of the of destiny yeah i saw that yeah christian was like mom you've got to come look at this there's an animation where it makes your character do do it and i'm like what are you talking about do it he's like just just look just come here and i was like oh shia labeouf okay <laughs> i was like i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> Well, couldn't I just put his face in, like, Snapchat or something and then do face swap with Shia LaBeouf? I did you that. Could. You could do that. It came out creepy looking, but I did it. I can imagine. Like, all those face swaps are really My favorite face swap I've ever done was with Oprah. Which <laughs> I love bread. Snapchat filters in general are just getting really... Are making me scared of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think the favorite one I did was when I got the uh, the model from the first Batman movie, mm-hmm. and when you know the Joker turned everyone into the Joker, and so I put her face on my face because I have green hair anyway, and I just said, "Love that Joker," <laughs> and it was perfect. Like it was probably it was ex- too perfect. Yes, it was, it was very perfect. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, but oh, did you, did you guys see the one like several weeks ago? I think it was like on Bob Marley's birthday. Oh. Where they would like turn you into Bob Marley, and I'm like, so you just gave me blackface. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Snapchat. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I did on my own when I face swapped with Oprah. <laughs> yeah, but, but I wasn't trying to be racist. I was just trying to make fun of her Weight Watchers commercials. That, it, see, that's different. I, I don't know how it's different, but it is. I think that they're encouraging you, like this company is encouraging you to face swap with somebody. So if I race. go in blackface on my own decision, it's okay. But if an well, app is telling me to go in blackface, it's bad. I wouldn't say it's okay necessarily so much as it's not the app encouraging you to do it. Like that's your own decision to be a racist fuck, not <laughs> Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't, yeah, maybe we should stop talking about how we're racist. We? Oui. What's this we? Oui? like, don't drag me into this shit. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I love Hispanics. <laughs> <laughs> so Roots is coming back. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? It's only going to get worse, huh? We're just, yeah, like, just going to keep digging this hole, right? There's a, yeah, there's like, a new like Medea movie buff. coming out. <laughs> there it is. Oh, okay. Let's let's wrap this shit up. Oh my god. 
give us a call at 757-541-CUNT. Uh, we're at mouthybroadcast.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. On Instagram at mouthybroadcast. And our group me chat. Join in. Just don't show us pictures of your dicks or <laughs> poop or other people's like dicks. Yeah. Try to try to walk that fine line between tasteful and disgusting. So, uh, see you next Tuesday, motherfuckers. Bye. Damn. She's playing the rusty rusty trombone over there. Sounds like it. (laughs) That was a massive fucking queef. I mean, I knew she said she was going to go fuck out of of Crunchwrap, but shit. I think she just took a bottle of champagne and shoved it up in her coochie and, like, all the air collected. (laughs) And it was like... (laughs) That's what that was. I can't wait to put this in the beginning of the show. She won't even know until she hears it. The cork doesn't shoot out. It just kind of falls out. That's how you know it's party time when Lauren shoots a cork out of her vagina. New Year's Eve. Ball drops. Cork pops out. Alright, she's coming back. Quiet. Shh. Don't let her hear. What am I not allowed to hear? You'll hear on the show. Seriously?